Hello and welcome to the Cascos. I'm Ilse. I'm Ella. I'm Jess. Who are you? Castilla. I'm an angel of the Lord. Um, and did... Sorry, There's a little delay. I don't know why I always fuck it up. Sorry, we were taking so long. Um, today we are kicking off season seven, um, and and we're starting with a bit of a banger. Uh, we're doing Meet the New Boss, which aired on September twenty third, two thousand eleven, um, and was written by uh, Eric Kripke, Sarah Gamble, and Robbie Thompson. Our credit here. No, it was Kripke, no? It was Sarah. Are you reading it from Sarah? IMDb? I'm reading from IMDb. Yeah, don't read from IMDb because IMDb has like the EPs. I'm written, sorry, like in that Supernatural section, Wiki's so. down um, in my area. I've tried to it's, um, access it. Written by there. Sarah Gamble and directed by Phil Screecher. But you, you, I was I'm not saying it official for the pod. You, you. I was getting it. Well, I was just letting you know. I won't in case cut you this because it's fucking funny. No, 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 because <laughs> it's fucking funny. But um, no, so yes, uh, Philip Screecher, our friend Philip Screecher, was the director. Uh, for this one he did a fun job and um yeah sorry for that little fuck up uh supernatural wiki which i usually use was down um but before we get into all that before we ask uh for a lovely little summary of what happened this episode we have some mail we have some pretty long mail and i'm excited to get into it so yay (laughs) we have two Sorry, I just love mail. Passionate about it. <laughs> we all love mail here. <laughs> Give us more. So we have two asks from the lovely nerdy ginger princess who says in her first one, Hello, I am so, so shy and will probably blush profusely if you include this in a podcast episode. It's okay if you do, I will survive. And though it is scary, it's also kind of fun. Thank you for giving us permission. We're doing this one. Sorry about everything. I hope you have a good time, even if you're blushing. Um, and then she says, I have a confession to make. Wow, that word brings back brainworms. I am not a cast girl. I know, horrible of me. <laughs> but the point of admitting to this awful character flaw is that when I, I get to listen to all of you talk about Cass, I just love him more and more. And I do agree with you on most points. I don't think he is always in the right. That being said, that boy slash man slash angel slash entity slash radio wave is so underappreciated and he deserves all the hugs he wants. That's real. Say that. Thank you. Um, I recently started a full SBN rewatch and I listened to The Man Who Would Be King and the rest of season six after I just watched the episodes and it makes me so much more attuned to the story. I don't have any real life friends and then a little asterisk asterisk, because there's a footnote who are into SBN and listening to you and reacting is a good replacement for IRL talking about SBN. I don't have anything specific to say. I'm just excited for this season six wrap up episode. And I wanted to thank you for the podcast and tagging me on your teaser post about it. I love your chaos. Blue, uh, little blue heart emoji. Don't ever change. Cast cost. Little blue heart emoji. And then in um, the tiny script, what's that called? Subscript? I don't know. You're getting too technical for me. Subscript. Subscript. Subscript, she says. Uh, all right. I'll go hide in a bush or underground somewhere now. Bye. And then in the, (laughs) another little asterisk, yes, I included a footnote. My sister is a fan and also a friend, but she's not obsessed as I am currently. I still ramble to her quite often, tee hee. Um, 
this was lovely. I'm sorry we didn't catch it before uh, the uh, the recap episode of season six. Um, I think it came in just after we started recording or something like that. Yeah, I feel like it was like at the same time somehow. Uh, like uh, at the same time, we noticed it right after the recording or something like that. But thank you for your message, Nerdy Ginger Princess. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with another one from Nerdy Ginger Princess, who says, uh, "Hello, I've become brave, and I'm submitting a second ask within one week with a little heart emoji." Uh, your season six discussion episode was so much fun. I felt like I was hanging out with friends the whole time. Uh, and then with two X's, which as we all know from the season six wrap up episode, are kisses um, and the way that Dean signs his texts. That's so sweet. I ho- I hope our podcast sounds like that. That's so lovely. <laughs> I had fun. I re-listened to it like yesterday and I was like cringing at some shit that I said in ways that I acted, but I was high <laughs> on the fact that um, Jeremy who's like an idol of mine was there. So it was crazy. Uh, I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we have Ben Edlund. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She says, Jack has a hidden cat is definitely a fic I have read. And it was perfect timing for Jack to make an an appearance, sorry, on the pod right after that question. Um, Season seven will be very short in terms of the cast cast episodes, but long in terms of how long I have to wait to get a cast back. This full rewatch is not doing good things for you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm currently rewatching the whole show and I'm soon halfway through season seven now. I miss cast so much and he's still seven episodes away and then it's a little sad face. No wonder the ratings tank during season seven. The show just doesn't work as well when he's gone. I have a question this time, probably best suited for when you cover the born again identity. So do you guys want me to wait on the question and then we'll cover it then? Yeah, I think wait, because it's pretty... I think that's the best. It's pretty specific to that episode. I think that'll be good to cover. Yeah. It's specific and I would like to honor it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a teaser for that. Yeah, we're bookmarking we it and we're, we'll come back to it. And thank you for, for coming into our inbox and being nice about our feedback episode, um, in which I sounded Thanks. insane. Shut up. It meant a lot. It meant a lot. And then we have four little Anon asks, uh, three of them from the same Anon. Um, and the first one says, hi, fam. This is the same Anon who sent the ask with the Watsonian slash Joyless stuff. And I just wanted to clarify that Doyless doesn't necessarily mean taking the whole story into account, especially with SBN where they are making stuff up as they go, but more like in-universe explanations versus why the characters chose to do something. Like for SBN in the show, Dean is the main one who drives the Impala, especially after the first couple of seasons. So Watsonian explanation would be why those characters have chosen that, which people often say is Dean having control issues around the car. Um... Whereas the Doyle's explanation is that Jared kept crashing it, so he wasn't allowed to drive it anymore, so they stopped Is that true? I don't know if I've heard that. Is that true? Okay, okay, the last part. So for the end of season six, there is no real point theorizing about situations where Cass would not have become Godsdale, because it happened because that's what Sarah Gamble wanted to happen, so she would have made it happen regardless. But I also like to blame writer slash network slash etc decisions on Chuck because that is fun for me and also helps smooth over when things seem like plot holes or OOC or whatever. Honestly, yeah. Probably the smartest thing Supernatural ever did was inventing a dude to blame all of their uh, mistakes on. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's very unique. Like, I think that... 
by like having Chuck be that kind of figure in the universe, it's it really complicates like that like the analysis. Like was it what's only or doyalist or whatever? Mm. It it like it almost adds like a third category of okay, but what if the decision if, wasn't like what if the characters, Doyle, all the creators? Yeah. Right. What if Doyle was like the guy? What if Doyle was in the the Shakespeare, in the Sherlock Holmes novels? (laughs) Like, that's that's essentially what they've done. And then I just realized now this is also from the same and on. Um, Last one. Sorry, you possibly already got all this. I just felt like I had been a bit unclear when you were reading it out on the show. (laughs) Haha, I love this ep, like always. It was really fun to hear Jeremy on with you all. Also, I'm probably going to have to draw a Crowley and Buzz making a deal now. So thank you. And then in parentheses, kind of? for that haha <laughs> this is literally like a non-reveal for the a non-reveal a non-reveal a non-reveal we, we want to be your for, friend i um, think is the important thing here little blue Unless jay draws two people... i'm unmasking you little blue jay we got your ass <laughs> got you in 4k got you. drawing got you. crowley and buzz aldrin making out making With out tongue. and sick and nasty yeah. we loved it <laughs> That'll be um, in the show notes thank for you everyone so much. who hasn't seen it, it on our social special. media. It was special. I think we we vlogged it a million times. It's just like the best drawing ever that I've ever, it's ever so seen. so detailed and like, <laughs> it's like crazy. beautiful it, demon smoke like around them. <laughs> little Blue Jay draws if that was you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, unless there's two people who have like had the same brain worms and... And it's like, I've got to draw it. Unless there's two people who are, yeah, who are both like, haha, that would be funny. Um, in which case, Anon, just do it. Also do another one. Do a different take. You know? Put your own spin on it. Don't look at little Blue Jay draws one. <laughs> just do your own one and see what happens. It'll be fun. Yeah. And if you're a different Anon and you're still working on that drawing, I want to see tongue. <laughs> I want to see their tongues. Have sort them be licking. S- like yeah. slip and sliding. Smashed, yeah. Specific. Think of the Jennifer's body kiss and try and emulate that. Just really <laughs> wet. Just disgusting. A lot of tongue. Lots of tongue. We, this is a terrible podcast. I don't know why anyone gets <laughs> This is good. People this like this. This is good stuff. We literally like have this. hundreds of pieces of mail telling us how much people like it. That's so sweet. I don't Hundreds? think that's correct. I think it's under thousands still of things. males. <laughs> I'm drowning in letters of people being like, "We love your podcast mm-hmm. so much. We want to kiss you with tongue." You guys don't mm-hmm. get letters like that. <laughs> you're, well, you're. I don't. They I send think them to my house. Are very. I they think found my house. Very, very kissable, perhaps. <laughs> oh, wow, that must be. An American. They thing. know where I live, oh. and they're sending me letters about kissing me with tongue. We don't driving. even know where you live. We don't know even what city you're in, even. Jess, why are you keeping us at secret. arm's length? Why are you keeping us at arm's length? You surely could figure it out from clues that I've sprinkled in my... Uh, yeah, I'll just look for French people who live lore. in New Jersey. That's how it works. Um, yeah, oh my God, yeah, you're sure. about to blow my whole shit up. People are on their way right now. <laughs> well, I had to bring a dog to every street in that state and just have it at the front and look in, like just Ooh. and look for a little dog going absolutely crazy about the dog mm-hmm. that's outside. I think that'll work. My little dog. 
Um, before we get into it, I just wanted to like point out that um, I don't know if you guys saw, but since we last recorded, um, John McCarthy passed away, who was like the um, like assistant director on like over a hundred Supernatural episodes. Um, so that's really sad. I, don't know um, I saw it because Ben Edlund tweeted about it. Um, he obviously hasn't committed enough crimes against the fandom because yeah. I've never heard yeah. that name before in my life. Very sad that he's dead, but I just feel like um, you know, he... there are villains. There are villains and heroes in the supernatural yeah. uh, cast and crew. He, I think he was just a good guy by the sounds Maybe of it. Maybe he was um, just and, like a silent like, hero. He was really, yeah. Ben Edlin posted about it saying that he um, was AD on The Man Who Would Be King. Um, and so like... I think he must have really That's helped him. He was eight, he did episodes between season one and season thirteen. So yeah, and wasn't it Lots Ben Edlund's first directing uh, credit? Right, second. His first was second. on Angel, but um, yeah, uh, he did the he did he was the first AD on this episode. So you know, I think he's just always sure he did a great in the job background. At that, yeah, making things run smoothly. Well, he did this episode kind of ruled. So, and it, like, is this, like, 80s, they do a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> they a, do a lot, a lot. Job, so. I bet they do. Yeah. It's interesting oh, yeah. that it never kind of gets brought up, you know, because it's like the director is the one that is at the top of the credits, but yeah. It's like I said, silent hero. So, you know, RIP, man. Yeah. Um, there's a GoFundMe that his family have set up or someone set up. Mm. Um, if they've reached their goal, but um, maybe we can put that in the show notes as well. Sure. Everyone's got moolah. If everyone's got yeah. money, they want to blow at someone's uh, direction. Oh, and since we've... Okay, so we've been gone a while. Um, uh, that was because I was briefly in the hospital. Um, I'm fine. I just uh, have a bad brain, and so I was getting treatment for that. Um, and, uh, yeah... So we're back. Um, I don't know how to talk about this without it sounding weird, but yeah. I don't feel awkward talking about it. I'd, I'd rather people like feel a little bit more normal if they have to do shit like that. Like, right, I, that's nice. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like I have a very big platform, but like I, people hear shock therapy and they go insane and scared, but um, I got ECT, which is electroconvulsive therapy. This was my third time getting it. Um, the side effects are not fun. Um, first and second times I had a lot of short-term memory loss. Um, this time, not so much. Um, and also I didn't have as much like headaches and muscle pains and, or fatigue. I could pretty much just go about my day, which was very good. Um, but yeah, so if it turns out that you have to go for that shit, you know, just sort of power through. You might be a little sore, but it, it really can do wonders for the 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 gray matter um yeah don't be scared i guess is what i'm gonna say goddamn gray matter that goddamn gray matter that pesky gray matter (laughs) those little Um, gray cells those little gray cells uh what did i want to also also jesse so send her messages and tell her nice i I don't consent to that sharing my history Um, with these people i it's not history it's very much present Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll cut that then. No problem. 
Um, no, it's funny. <laughs> no, I will cut it. If she says she doesn't consent, I'd be sounding like you have such to put a in dick. A, you have to put in like a like a static noise or something or like a beep, and then just me saying I don't consent to that, and then they can just wonder. Yeah, I'll leave in Jess is, and then the part where I said send her nice messages. <laughs> yeah, let them wonder what then... Jess is. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So now that all of that is is out there and you guys have all the background that you could possibly need and more, shall we talk about this episode? Yeah. I guess. I, yeah. Oh my god. Don't sound negative. Not very enthusiastic, Jessica. Mm. Um here we go. Uh I've got the recap. So I'm going to get into that. Okay. So it starts out um, immediately following the end of season six. They're still in the lab with Cass and he's uh, like taken on all of um, all those souls. And the first, very first thing that he does it because we ended the last season, Cass had just told them all to kneel. Um, So then at the very start of this season that they're reacting to that. And so, um, Bobby gets down on his knees and the other two go to kneel and Cass is like actually like fuck you guys you don't, you're not even kneeling for the right reasons um, and so he's like <laughs> he's like you don't have to kneel I'm, this is like so annoying and I'm gonna go and I'm not gonna fix Sam's mind because remember he took the wall down in Sam's mind mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. season 6 um, and he's like and you can just like cope and he bounces um and then he goes to heaven and he kills all of Raphael's supporters and they like cut out and there's a big scene of a field with like all of these dead angels all in their you know business suits dead Mm. which is sucks for them obviously and then he goes and he kills the homophobic pastor for being a hypocrite (laughs) which I feel like is very you know sort of like 2000 what yeah, oh, yeah, 2011. We were all about like being homophobic isn't enough. If you're also hypocritical, because you're also gay, so now yeah. I'll kill you. Every homophobe is a hypocritical gay, actually. Yeah, exa- it was all oh. very. Like, is it not enough just to be like homophobic? No, he no. also. Maybe this is my like, like Australian showing, but I thought it was inferring that he was like a pedophile. But yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, just because. Either if, way, that's yeah. Sucks. But yeah. yeah. Bad choices all around. But anyway, like, Cass kills him. He changes the stained glass in the um, church to be him instead of Jesus, which is pretty funny of him. (laughs) Um, And then back at Bobby's house, Team Free Will has, like, gathered there. Um, Sam is sleeping it off. Like, they don't really know what's going on with him. So he's, like, asleep and trying to heal his brain. And Dean is fixing the Impala. When he wakes up, he insists that he's fine. and then. They're listening to the radio and Cass is killing like the Ku Klux Klan and like, I don't know, all these people that he like disagrees with, new age motivational speakers. Um, and Dean is like, okay, well, he's just like doing that. I guess that's just sort of like what's happening now. Um, and then uh, Cass goes and finds Crowley who's hiding out in a trailer. Um, and 
Crowley's all ready to get smited and Cass is like, actually, I do need you to be king of hell. Like we did agree all of season six, except for that I'm in charge. <laughs> I decide who goes to hell, but I need you to be there because I need to like scare people by saying that they'll go to hell. It, the whole thing doesn't really work. Uh, if there little... isn't, you know, a hell to heaven. And it's like a very carceral mindset that he's in, but what can you do? Um, <laughs> Sam decides, and Crowley is like, yeah, um, I'm obviously will do that because I have no choice because you'll kill me. Um, Sam decides to keep a deteriorating mental state from Dean because Dean is like, our lives suck so fucking bad. Obviously, Sam is about <laughs> to like go fucking mental because that's just the way the cookie crumbles for old the old Winchesters. The and Winchester Sam is like, moment. I will keep this secret. Yeah, exactly. I will keep the secret because um it makes narrative sense for me to do so. Um <laughs> they end up they're feeling reasons. kind of hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> they're feeling kind of hopeless, but Dean is like, oh, let's summon Crowley. And they ask Crowley to give them the spell that Lucifer used to bind death um, way back in season four. And they'll get death to kill Cass because when Dean talked to death back then, death was like, I will reap God one day too. Um, so that's fun of them. Yeah. They have to break into this rich couple's house to get this specific ingredient called fulgurite, um, which is when lightning strikes sand and creates a little weird little thing like loss yeah um, which is situation. also a plot point in the very fun movie sweet home alabama starring reese witherspoon so you should I watch remember that, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah um anyway so they break a, they break into their house they get the full right and they end up holding the couple hostage while they do the ritual right in their house um they do <laughs> manage to summon death he shows up they give him some fried pickle chips, which looks so good. And I actually really wanted some when I was watching that. Um, Death immediately spills the beans on Sam's bad brain situation. And Dean is like, <laughs> oh, no, that's not why we summoned you. Actually, what we need you to do is kill Cass. Um, and Death is like, oh, <laughs> oops, sorry. And then Cass shows up and is like, I'm going to kill you all. Dean is like, well, you actually can't because death is under our control. Um, and then death is like, Cass, you actually look terrible. Your vessel is melting. And then death and Cass get into like an argument. And death points out that Cass didn't really know what he was doing when he took out all the souls from purgatory because he also released the Leviathans which are like these big baddies that God made before he made angels and then humans. He made these things called the Leviathans and he locked them away in purgatory. And now they live inside Cass. And Cass is like, well, oopsie daisy. And then he frees <laughs> death do? before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before death can kill him. And um, he vanishes. And then Death is like, I'm actually, I'm going to help you Winchesters because this is very annoying to me that Cass is like running around and he's just like sucks and I will, I will help you with this. So he was like, I'll make a new eclipse. You're going to bring Cass back to the lab and you'll do the ritual again and he'll give up his power. Um, so now they have a deadline. And then Dean, they get this little 
you know, free handout from death. And then Dean promptly gives up and he's just like, this will never work. And so we're not going to try. And Sam is like, oh, I think we should try, though, because we do have this brand new eclipse. Um, and then they also fight because Sam was keeping secrets and like whatever the fuck. And it was really like boring and annoying. Um Sam prays to Cass and is like, we can help you. Just, like, come come hang and we'll, like, get you sorted out. Kisses. And then Kisses. Cass, <laughs> meanwhile, is having a complete meltdown. And he goes and he kills all these Republicans. And he's like, <laughs> I'm doing bad. <laughs> um, and then he, he, like, looks in a mirror and he's doing some soul searching in the mirror. His skin is melting off of his face. and. There's a disgusting little moment where these, their hands trying to come out of his belly. Very Man grossly. Man-sized hands. Not a baby hand. Not, not a twilight not, moment. Can I say no, that? Disgusting. It Awful. Was very gross. I'm hitting the mic. I'm sorry. It's... Oof. Yeah. Oof. It was gross. Okay, and then, So then... It was gross. Um, he's obviously like, ew. And he goes to... Bobby's house and he's like can you help me I have something gross is happening to me <laughs> um, so they do decide to help him and they bring him back to the lab and they're able to execute uh, death's plan but while this is happening Sam goes out of the room for a second he goes to get a little jar of blood and while he's there his hallucinations get the better of him and it's Lucifer and Lucifer's like, oh, it's cute that you think I'm a hallucination, but actually, um, you're not free. You're still in the cage and you never got free. And everything else is a hallucination and I'm real and I'm Lucifer. And Sam is Diabolical. like, yeah, that super sucks. And so Sam bounces. He gets the hell out of Dodge. He's like, I'm outie. This is like too real or not real enough. Anyway, back in the room where they're doing the ritual, <laughs> um, Cass apologizes to Dean and he's like, I'm like, this, this really was pretty bad. I feel really bad about it. I'm going to make things right. And Dean is like, does that make you feel better? And Cass is like, no. And Dean is like, okay. <laughs> um, they do the ritual. Cass gives back his, all of his souls and stuff go, go back into the void. Or I guess back into purgatory. They go back into purgatory. Um, Cass collapses. It looks like he's dead. But then he's not dead. He actually wakes up and he's like, whoa, that was bad, huh? And Dean was like, yeah, that was pretty bad. Let's get out of here. And Cass is like, no, I really mean it. I'm like, so sorry. I will figure out how to make this up to you. And then he's like, actually, you gotta go because there's Leviathans. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> Um, and then it's like, what's happening to Cass? And then he's like, Cass has left the building. It's me, the Leviathans. You're completely fucked. And like throws Dean against the wall, throws Bobby against the wall and is like, we're going to have so much fun in season seven of Supernatural. And then <laughs> laughing over the credits. And that's the laughing over the credits got me a little bit. I was like, okay, a little cringe, but you know, have fun. Yeah, I had not noticed that before. Like, I was watching the Until this watch, I didn't watch. It's really like, in yeah. the air. 
I liked it. What an episode. What did, what did yeah. you guys think? Um, I liked it. It was fun. I so many thoughts. <laughs> I actually liked it a lot because it's like, it was kind of just like vibing, you know? There's not really yeah. like a huge mystery that they need to solve and stuff. It's just no. kind of like, it's a nice sort of like denouement from season two. I mean, season six. Um, so it's like a nice season little two sort to of us. like, yeah. <laughs> no, see, that's season, not even that's season us. three of Cass. <laughs> we were wrong across the board. Let's just let it go. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. This is also, by the way, the cast count was um, 16 something. That's not enough. Give, actually. Me one, give me one friggin' second. It was 1603. That's not enough. If it's called Meet the New Boss and the New Boss is Cass, it should just be old Cass wall to wall all the time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, you need to, you need to cut back to Dean day drinking and um, being disproportionately upset compared to Sam and Bobby. Oh, I forgot to say, at one point he's watching porn. Just like, just like fully clothed in the kitchen. Oh yeah, that happens as well. I we'll talk about that. I forgot to put that in my summary. We'll talk about that later. We will talk about it later, I guess. But like, I do need to kick out the fact that if you're watching porn in the kitchen, drinking like nursing a whiskey, just chilling, I I just you don't seem aroused, and so I don't get what you're getting out of watching the porn. He he was appreciating the artistry of it. Yeah, I don't see what you're getting out of the porn other than maybe annoying other people in the common space by having the porn on that. Like, okay, so if we're talking about it now, we're talking about it now because ha- we just started talking about it because I can't I can't fathom what's going on in that fucked up little head of his. Sarah Gamble, read a fucking book for once. Who's calling it? Who's calling that genre of porn Asian cartoon porn? Like hentai, it's hentai, and yeah. also like, did you guys hear the sounds in that snippet where like Sam comes back in and Dean's I watching? Didn't hear it? It well it's just I was like grateful. the most stereotypical fucking mishmash of like Asian sounds. There's like, you know, like traditional What's kind Asian of Chinese sound? like guitar sounds. Oh, yeah. you know, like that, that kind of like Sorry. oh, like Asian sound that. It, yeah. Anyway. It's just very bad, and and I, I and then the website Sorry, I when they it. show the website, there's like a like a naked kind of like Asian woman in the corner. Um, I didn't get a screenshot, but it, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> this is just not a thing. Just that say happens. hentai. If someone doesn't know what hentai is, they can look it up. Like, it was I mean, definitely people like... could look it up. So, I think they were pandering to a specific audience that might not know what hentai is. Um, but, but just what the shit Dean says is like you need a fucking Wikipedia to like look up to understand him anyway. Mm-hmm. Why can't he say hentai? You do need a do you need a Dean dictionary? Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I hate that bit so much. It was weird. I hate it for like existing. I hate it for like what it's trying to like paint Dean's like characterization as. Just because it doesn't make sense. Like I, I, I would. I would be like, okay, if it made more sense, but it's bad. It's so bad. It's so gross. People, I don't think he acts, I don't think people act like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It really, it's just like, (laughs) it's just one of those moments when you're watching this show that it's like, whoa, bad. He's just a perfectly normal heterosexual man watching porn (laughs) in the kitchen at full volume where his brother and pseudo father also are. 
Mm-hmm. That's just Is what that guys it? do. You wouldn't get it. That's what dudes do. He's wearing three layers and watching porn, fully buttoned up. When they're sad. You don't understand what men are like. Actually, there's right. an epidemic in this country of male loneliness, and it's typified <laughs> by this kind of behavior. And we need to be <laughs> fixing that. <laughs> guys, actually, I would man, like to say... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If you're a lonely man, call the cast gas and you'll get a you'll get an assigned male best friend to be your friend. We'll help you. Once we get yeah, once we get like two people, we'll match you guys up and you will have friends, right? And then you guys can um start meeting other people and we'll we'll try and, and then and figure when out more lonely men call us, we have you already sort of on deck like a sponsor yeah like a sponsor yeah. for uh any nar- like narcotics anonymous or alcoholics anonymous it'll be like that lonely you know? men. like a lonely men anonymous that's what yeah. we're starting pilot project um can i just say that this actually the situation where he's beyond the fact that it's like racist and objectifying and sexist and really gross across the board Beyond all that, I would like to say the fact that logistically it makes no sense to be chilling, watching porn as if it's like regular entertainment. Maybe I'm insane and stupid. It's like stone-faced. Stone-faced, mm. drinking a beer like it's you're like, watching a football game. I, yeah. I'm not drinking a beer, drunk, drinking a whiskey. Um, but He's I literally like watching say, it for the performances. It's like how people would say they're reading... Rolling Stone for the article, not not Rolling Stone, Playboy, Playboy. for the article. Playboy for yeah, yeah. Um, he's actually doing that. This is adding fuel to the to the fire of the the gay dean truthers. I know a lot of people are like uh, <laughs> bisexual dean truthers, but this is the ultimate performance act to me. And I'm actually I'm like I'm ready to switch caps because this is this insane. Is asexual dean truthing. this is beat sheet dean moment it's it's like if you okay so you're gonna do this joke right you're gonna be like he's so depressed that he's watching porn and he doesn't even care that he's in a room full of dudes watching porn like why not just make it casa erotica which is like the video porn that has been like throughout the show so far because gabriel's on that and it would make him so sad He's it's too not sad. Even all to, of it. He's too sad to watch Gabriel fuck. Okay, and as you said, he's lonely. That would remind him how lonely he is. He's too sad to watch Gabriel fuck, guys. Okay, Dean is in a so, bad place. He's in a bad place, and we'll talk about this more later. Um, but other than is the daydreaming not moment, enough? Listen, listen. We can talk so much about the fact that they made these choices. And I, I, I feel like we're going to come back to this in the salt, in the salt mines. So I don't want to... Or in our heart lockets. <laughs> you love lonely men, Jess? You think it's kind of sexy when a man has yeah. no friends? I think it's really yeah. good. I wish that he was more sort of like, like whimpering and crying. Pathetic? Yeah. I like it when this men are like you... really sad. That's why you're very drawn to Cass, because he's really sad. Yeah. He's yeah. so sad. 
Okay, okay. If we're coming back to Cass, do you want to come back to the start of the episode? Because like, yes. there is so much to talk about. Uh, Crazy in there. DTA girlies, um, the kneeling thing. I thought about DTA. <laughs> I want you to know that. And I understand. <laughs> um, that's all I'll say on that. I the I love that he was like, Psh, don't even kneel if you're not, if you don't mean it. whatever you're such a fucking liar i you thought that was hilarious i was like so funny okay all right (laughs) he has several hilarious moments he's like wait you're you're don't you're not even doing it right so just stop (laughs) actually i actually don't want this god you ruined everything i actually don't want this because you're so fake shouldn't have to ask i shouldn't have to ask you should understand it um, I, I just like that all seems so funny because like Sam is trying to like backtrack the fact that he's, he stabbed him in the back. <laughs> like, I love when Cass is like, do you remember that? He's like, no, bitch. but listen, do you remember the fact that you stabbed <laughs> me in the back? Like a bitch. And Sam is like, well, I didn't like mean it. <laughs> he's like, cause I had to, it wasn't a big deal. Something that I was thinking in this episode is that, like, I find the Godstiel characterization a bit, like, hard to reconcile sometimes. I don't know if, like, I'm alone in this, but I was thinking about it. No, like, it's tough to watch because he's not really a cool dude. Well, I, it, okay, so it's like I feel like there's parts where, kind of like in the start here and later on with, like, Crowley, where it seems like Cass, but with this kind of, obviously, like, um, powerful kind of confidence plus like this like pettiness like about Mm -hmm. the events of season six um but then sometimes the the way he speaks and stuff um feels more like a like a representation of all the like powerful beings inside of him like um when he's in the church and stuff like that like there's just certain parts where it's like it feels less like a cast kind of personality and more like a leviathan personality and i can't tell if that's like on purpose or if it's just like i don't know or like certain things are just coming out at certain times does that make any sense it does i think this is in part because um i guess they wanted him to seem more powerful right so he speaks more formally and it could be seen as like a performance from his side like he is performing power if that makes sense, he's performing authority. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the church, like it sets a certain tone when you're when you're in a church. Like there's a certain air of formality about it. Even though the church itself was not a the the way that the the preacher was preaching wasn't a very formal um, kind of like he didn't have a very formal type of uh, speech. If that makes sense. That's how they do it in America, baby. <laughs> I think yeah, it seemed of... like the part. What is it like after the Gospels or whatever, where the priest just is like, "Yo, what up? This the is homily. what I've been thinking about this week." Yeah, the homily. <laughs> One time, our priest did a whole. Do you remember the show Monk? Yeah, yeah. I love Monk. I he love based Monk. Based his homily on the theme song from Monk. No, and I was like, Can you, you elaborate? Can just do whatever, huh? <laughs> You got a week to come up with something. It's kind of like how we just do whatever over here. There was a whole part about, you know, it, it's a jungle out there. 
And I was like, it sure is, father. <laughs> wow. He's just Sorry, got that I was trying not to laugh. Back at the... It was yeah, back um, at the... In the uh, watching Monk. Victory. Tuning into USA yeah. Network, where characters are welcome. USA <laughs> <laughs> is good. Joke. Oh my sure. gosh. Okay. Uh, we have to talk about something else. The fact that Boots Were Made for Walken was playing... Um, when Cass went to see Crowley, that was kind of a slay. Can we say that? Can Crowley we please address so it? Crowley was so fun in this episode. He was so yeah. fun. Yeah. He was a fun little guy. I loved it. The, when Cass goes to see Crowley, that's got to be in like top three hottest Cass looks moments. For some reason, the lighting okay, in there. He looked, before his face started melting off, he looked really good this he episode. Good this yeah. episode. And I don't know if they gave him a little extra because of like, God this moment. Yeah, or like he was well rested from like the break in between seasons. Because I find that all of the actors, as the oh, season goes good. on, they yeah. look more and more tired. Haggard, so much. Um, yeah, so it's like he's just fresh face. He's got a bit of a tan. He just looks great. And I was like, I'm so distracted that whole time. I, I'm not even really listening <laughs> I was, when they're talking. I was like, this is like a sexy man montage when he he walks in and and like boots were made for walking mm. is playing like din din like come on it was Damn. fun and then like I love that it I love when in a show like they have a a song play like as the background music and then they have the song playing in the scene as like it's on the radio or it's someone's ringtone or something like, like I it makes me yeah, so Yeah, when it's non-diegetic and then switches to oh being diegetic. Fuck yeah, dude. That's that's what those words are. Very cool. I love it. Um and I think that that's exactly what Crowley would be listening to. Um And I love He's really freaking out. I love that he's like fine. He's like, "Hey, do you want to drink before you spite me? A uh, spite me. Smite me." And then Cass is like, no. And he's like, you just, you like to just bend him over, huh? And I was like, okay, Crowley, you can't be flirting now with a guy who you think. <laughs> he saw how good he looked and was like, I'm gonna shoot <laughs> my shot. Crowley, you literally cannot blame a girl for crying. <laughs> <laughs> These boots were made for walking, and Crowley says, this dick was made for fucking. So. I love him. Yeah. No, Crowley, he, I'm he's so good much for fun. him. Yeah. He's especially in this episode. Um, I say that as if I don't say that like every other episode he's in. Um, but yeah, Mark Shepard actually come guest on our show. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be so fun. Um, when Sam says something when the when he's summoned and then he just says Castiel, you giraffe. I don't like that. <laughs> No, he said Sam. Wasn't it Sam that he said you draw off to? Yeah, he no, said like, Sam, you giraffe. Because really? he's tall. Yeah. I thought he's like well, he answering Sam him. A like, giraffe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's saying like, he's oh. answering Castiel yeah. and he says you giraffe. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, who are you, like, who are you worried about or whatever? I, I don't have the transcript up. Yeah, I can't, not, I can't find it this week because the thing is down. Um, oh. It's very sad. But, um, Solve the fucking episode, guys. What else did you did you guys like and want to talk about? Because I have some Hitler shit to get into. Well, death. Oh my god, death. We love death. Love death. Yeah. Really good episode for guest stars between Julian Richings. 
You Julian Richards and Mark Shepard. Just Jim Beaver's fun in this as well. I really enjoyed him in this. I think everyone just has a very fun energy. Bobby was being really nice to Cass. I liked it. I like that. Yeah. I like when um, they're like, okay, so we got a trap death. And they're like, who's up for this? And then Bobby just sort of shrugs and goes, old age is overrated anyway. And it was like, oh, Bobby. <laughs> Pamela voice, Bobby. <laughs> He's just always down, you know? He's like, fuck it. Yeah. At all times. He's down in both ways. He's like sad always. And also down to clown. <laughs> it's fun. I love the, like, the conversation between Death and Cass. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe I should pull up the yeah. transcript since you don't have Please it. Please do, because I can't, I can't find it right now. I really needed the road so far this week. I, we haven't recorded in a few weeks. It's been and ages. I was like, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. Because I, I've started my new job, I'm learning so much, and I think it is actively pushing supernatural facts out of my brain. Um, I think I've already told you guys that's this. That's probably okay. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. And that's good. probably, like, fine yeah. for that to be happening. Yeah, at least I get, like, money, like, you know, kind of in exchange for that information, yeah. You get money for it. You don't get money for having supernatural information. You get nice emails from people. You get nice emails. I do. And good recommendations and shit. Hmm. Oh, death. <laughs> oh death oh. <laughs> oh death okay I wish I could sing that song is so beautiful okay um I I just uh, I love that it's like for the characterization of death's like he's so above all this and like just throughout the, the whole interaction with Dean and, and like Sam and then like when Cass shows up Bobby's also there, <laughs> and those people are also there. The people whose um, house they broke up to, uh, into, sorry. I really I really did not remember that they did that. I did, because it was and crazy. I was like, why didn't they just take it back to Bobby's house? <laughs> Do it there. You're there. Need it done now. Side or something, like, leave those people. Do it I liked. I liked how they were just like, well, this thing, we'll just do it there. Like, they just drove for nine hours, and they're like, we're not going to, like, get back in the car and drive another nine hours back. Like, let's just, just do, do it, it there. Yeah. Get it done. It's like, those poor people have traumatizing. <laughs> They're rich. They'll be they okay. didn't seem that traumatized. They seemed interested in, in what was going on. And intrigued, some might like, say. The start of it would have been quite traumatizing. They're, like, breaking in, like, time. up. That guy was going to shoot Dean. I thought it was pretty funny. I know it's a, like, They were a just, like, hole. innocent bystanders. That dude, like, came into the room with a gun and with was fully ready to gun. shoot Dean. Like a shotgun. I did think it was very funny that he's, like, Dean's like, hey, listen, I don't want to hurt you. The, the doctor and his wife were there, like, and the, and the doctor goes, I'm the one with the firearm, son. And it's like, Dean's like, I get that. And then the next scene is the two of them tied up. <laughs> so I, well, I love how Dean is like, yeah, I'm such a badass. Oh, like, I'll kick your ass. ass. You can't stand a chance against me. When, like, most of the time what happens is that he gets his ass beat. 
I think civilians he's not are good fine. at fighting. He's pretty bad at it. And I he, usually what it. happens is that his gun gets knocked out of his hand and then he gets thrown up against a wall. That's the extent of his fighting. Okay, prowess. but it, he is usually fighting like supernatural beings. And yeah, and, and you think that he'd get better at it people. over the fifteen years of the show? But the same <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes hijinks work in season one that do in season fifteen. <laughs> That's I think one of the problems of the show is like uh, I think earlier on they do have. A, a level of competence that's believable and not um uh, and not like laughable like they don't seem stupid when they're in fights do you know what i mean um but as the show goes on they get sillier and sillier with it and um it is just it's funny there's no, there's no getting I kind around of want it. them to be shit at fighting or at least like not be um so like uh, clean cut with their fighting. Like, I hate later on when, like, um, I don't know. Like, I love Buffy, right? But um, not one of the issues, but because it was, like, early TV fight scenes, they're very, um, like, we're in a fight scene now, ha, 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 right? And so I hate when this show kind of gets into that. I like it more when... It's more clumsy and realistic than just brawly. Yeah, I agree. Than, um, I yeah, choreographed. Yeah, I enjoy very much the um, the how am I gonna say this? The 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 the, the sort of bloody, messy fights that you see in TV sometimes these days, like. The, the sort of desperation of it uh, versus the 2000s we're in a fight scene thing that you were just talking about um it can sometimes kinda... be fun like i like like a fight that comes to mind is like dean and lee's fight in season 15 like that is choreographed Ugh. but it's also like that's pretty fun i like yeah. it <laughs> you don't like any of we dean's other boyfriends did you the only other I Dean's boyfriend is was fucking crazy because they put this man in. No, what I dislike is the the fandom reception of Lee. I think people are too fucking easy. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Dean had a best friend. And they're all just yeah. okay with that, even though we've been watching this show for 15 fucking years and they never fucking mentioned this dude. And then he turns up and everyone's like, wow, they were probably boyfriends. Like, have a little fucking self-respect. <laughs> but they don't. No. I agree. I Okay, on paper I agree in terms of, like, it's very silly, very silly season 15 to be like, look at this guy. You know, we all remember Lee. He's Dean's you know, best from back ever in the day. friend. Yeah. yeah that we've but, never mentioned before. But. And now, but, and now he and Dean are going to sing a little song together. Give me a fucking break. Cass is, like, but, but, okay. out here. <laughs> But the 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 placement of that episode in the season is so integral to like Dean and Cass like making up that it's like makes it so gay. It's like they made it like so so okay, it's very silly that he's like got this dude or whatever, but he like has that the whole confrontation and he's like, I've gotta, you know, he essentially is like, I've got to go back. And then he like him, him and Cass like make up very soon after that. And so it's kind of like integral to him realizing that he fucked up kind of. Can I say something? Does that make sense? This may make sense. It may not. Yes. Mm-hmm. It does not matter because we're here to talk about 701 Meet the New Boss, which 
is a good episode that I enjoyed. And so we're going to talk about it if I we're have to. We're not doing season or seven or whatever last If call. I have That's to force you, if I have to take you. This is now not only taking the horse to water, but like dunking their heads in the trough. That's what I'm doing. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Talk about 701 or I'm shooting. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of very, very iconic lines in here. The things that come to mind are, I am utterly indifferent to sexual orientation. Very big one. And... Um, um glad award glad award for real <laughs> um he should have come out she should have come out right there instead of saying that he should have been like i'm gay i actually am gay i'm god and i'm well gay. they were like look cass isn't gay and, and then like and the I'm first god. time he has some confidence and some power he's like actually gay people are good i'm killing this homophobic preacher there's yeah. also he's pretty fun for just going after like some random dude right he goes after that dude and other, he goes after, they actually mention on the news feeds that he goes after a, a bunch of other, um, like, homophobic organizations. And the he, KKK. He goes after the KKK and Dean's, in the, uh, like, listening on the radio. He's like, well, can't argue with that. And I thought it was so funny. This is while he's fixing the Impala. Um, this is also Dean's little, ep- like, this is a very Dean's little outfits episode. He's in his little blue jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Very fun. Gotta love it. If we're talking about Dean's little outfits, um, I've said that this is a this is a real like good episode for horn dogs <laughs> specifically like me. Like Cass looks great. Dean's in a little outfit. Sam's covered in blood and very oh, miserable. Yeah. Like that's my favorite genre of Cass also gets covered in blood, <laughs> so Yeah. A lot. It's a bit less sexy, um, with Cass this episode just because of the the wounds it is like his vessels melting yes he got face boils um, but here's the thing okay so I think if we can't it would be remiss of us to not speak about this if Cass being God is so bad like yes he's arrogant he's jumped up he's uh, overreaching sure um, all of these he's things he's mean to Dean which is like his main crime it seems like <laughs> He's mean to Sam too. Like he didn't put the ball back up because he was like, "You fucking stabbed me." Sam and get. Dean, they're literally like, <laughs> "Cass isn't being nice to us anymore. We have to kill him." <laughs> that was well, crazy. Wait, Sam, okay, they just wait, said, wait. Like you said, fuck. It, okay, it's like this whole episode at, it, from the start. Dean is like, th- essentially, that's not Cass anymore to me. Cass is dead. Right. That's that's his starting point. And then after they have the confrontation with Death and Cass, he's really like, I don't believe that this is going to work. And that is like not Cass. He's really kind of like separated the two in his mind. Whereas yeah. Sam, the whole episode is like, Cass is still in there. I think Cass is still in there. Mm. Um, so, you know, Sastiel win, but also Destiel win. I will give it to because, them. Like, I will give it to them. I was watching and I was like, <laughs> God damn it. I have to give this to them. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I found that so interesting, especially at the end when um he, you know, Cass comes back, you know, after he gets rid of the souls, um Dean is instantly like, okay, this is a different guy. Like he treats him so differently in that moment compared to when he's, he's apologizing earlier. Like, this is earlier. my friend Cass again. This is my bestie. Yeah, and 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 he's obviously like Sam has other things distracting him this episode, but Dean is the one really like openly kind of mourning and and he like he's even like talking to bobby about him and stuff and and it's just like 
if if not Destiel, it's something. It's like they they they're really doubling down on it being different. Um, I think it's more proof that Dean is abusive, and this is an a Dean transgression. Why? Because he can't accept that Cass got it. It's actually it's Cass actually got a promotion, so and he's trying because to break. Him what down. happened is that Cass is succeeding in his career, and Dean feels threatened by that, and he takes it out on right. Cass yeah. to the point that he makes Cass give up his new position. Right. And go back to devoting all of his time to Dean. You're not paying enough it's attention to I mean, this is yeah. a textbook toxic relationship. It's disgusting. Okay? Disgusting. Jess, I can't follow you down this tangent. It's too much. I can't. I'm just kidding. But what if? <laughs> how funny would that be? That's how, that's how, people, that's how some people talk about them on Tumblr.com, <laughs> Jess. That's true. I do think this we is very funny. We can't joke about this. <laughs> just because Dean can't bear not being the breadwinner in his relationship. Okay, just because Cass is a career-minded woman. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Okay, can I say <laughs> something? He doesn't like that because he's a misogynist. <laughs> All right, now we've gone fully into some, uh, something different. <laughs> I, I do think, I want to know why it's so he's bad so that Cass has that much power. I understand that, like... The idea of like he's a ticking Ooh, time bomb. Pretty girl comes in the house. Let's all hate on her. <laughs> Literally, pretty girl. Let's all hate on her. Okay, let's wait. Yeah, you're right. Let let's me, get into the mindset. Yeah, let me. Because the thing is, like, he's not. He is using it actively in a way that may be a little bit fucking scary. Like, if God's gonna come cut you down, Ayo, um, then it's just like Johnny Cash. It. I love um, that song. It's a good song. It's not his original song. Sorry. Um, well, he sings it very well. He sings so. it well. I'm sorry. I get. I got lost. I'm sorry. I was thinking about that song for a second. Um, if he he's going around like smiting people and and like killing people, like is and he killing them and exploding them and, and ripping killing their them throats and exploding out and, and, and ripping their throats out? And, and is that so and, wrong? <laughs> is that so bad? And also a, a different thing, like the. This is like a sort of a direct cosmic judgment, uh, direct cosmic justice, even if you want to say it like like see it that way. But it is subjective because Cass is kind of a subjective character, and I find that very interesting. I do like Cass and subjectivity is an interesting. They have an interesting relationship, and I'd like to think and talk about that more as we go on to the uh, go on it on right. in the show. Yeah. I think that particularly Dean's hesitance towards him having that power, right? Mm. They're like, the, the three of them are like, we need to get this power out of him. You know, we need to stop this. Obviously, like you said, he, you know, like he's killing and murdering, et cetera. But um, even like Dean says, like when he kills the KKK members, he's like, you can't argue with that one. Can't argue with it's that. Like, he... He's making these moral judgments, and obviously the boys agree with like most of that. Um, but it, I think it's tied up with um, the same attitude that Dean especially has had of not wanting there to be like an a god controlling their lives, like yeah. kind of not being uh, comfortable with that, which I think is like a thread throughout the show. However, obviously, especially right. for the boys, because like. I would like to say something. 
meeting out direct yeah. judgment based on the person's actions or sometimes even just what they are is what the boys do all show long. That is their job. So the fact that they are mad at Cass for like killing racists and homophobes and healing. No, sick I, I don't think they. I I don't think they are. I know what you mean, but I think that when they when Dean is like, you know, can't argue with that one. I think it's like because yeah, on paper, bro, you do the same thing, but it's like, I think it's because of Cass's like kind of arrogance, maybe like in those conversations that he has with them at the start, like. The, the whole kind of speech he gives about, like, his godsteel perspective of, like, you know, God's wasn't here, I'm taking this on, mm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that is what they're against. Whereas I think, yeah, I think it, it'd be, it's so hypocritical if they are, like, anti him killing people. Because I don't know, like, I don't know if that's it. I think it's more just anti him having all this power. But... You know, like, for Cass, for his arc, like, he's lived through times when God was present, you know? God was meeting out judgment and sending his angels to do it. Like, I mean, Cass, we find out in season eight, was there for the ten plagues, even though it was taken from him. I I keep referencing this conversation because it's insane to me. Ben Edlin, come on our show, please. Um, (laughs) I, just like, he was there, and so... He must remember other times when God actively threw a wrench into something. So the fact that this is how he thinks a God should be makes sense. It's 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 interesting, and the the dividedness that that um, he has from the Winchesters in this sense is uh is notable because he's he's seen what it can be like with a, a god that's like active and interested and uh and involved and i i think that's really interesting it's kind of like um just in terms of we've talked before about uh heaven being kind of like a corporation and and cast being kind of like um you know drinking the kool-aid or whatever we need a better term that means the same thing um but he, he like yeah. is on board and then he's not on board but in in these actions that he's taking, he's not really um, ripping up the book. He's kind of like, well, if I was God, I would change it and be like this instead of going like, this this whole institution is stupid. I shouldn't use my powers for this. Mm. Um, you know, hell shouldn't exist. Mm. Like he doesn't break. He doesn't go as far to break all that down. Like he still is like, well, right. shit. We need a hell because you know, because he needs to yeah. be able to threaten people with going to hell. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which so it's like he's not interrogating it to that extent. Um, which the show never really does. Um, very frustratingly, because that's kind of that's usually the be all and end all when you have these conversations. Is it's like you critique the structure and then you're like, what happens if the structure doesn't exist kind of, but the show doesn't ever get to that. Um, Mm. It's like, what if there was a second hell just for um, angels and (laughs) demons? Um, Right. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, I, that's, that's just like why it's hard for me to kind of reconcile how he acts in this episode. Cause it's like, I can't tell sometimes if it is coming from Cass, like, being emboldened by the power and that that changing his personality or if it is like the voices essentially um persuading him or pushing him in the moment to act a certain way does that make sense yeah yeah no it does yeah 
I just I find the whole like it's a it's a very interesting sort of contrast that they introduce and then they don't really deal with it and that's kind of the thing that Supernatural does and I guess that's why there are so many podcasts about it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, like this is the only episode we have God's DL essentially. That sucks. Like um yeah. Do you guys want to talk more about this or can I say my Heller thing? Um you can say what you need to say. Um, let me, ch- yeah, I, I want to talk about the scene at the end, um, where, uh, let me just, I spoke about this in general and I can't find the transcript. So we're just going to go, have to go off my memory. Um, what I texted you, you guys. You want me to read it? Yes, please. Okay. So Cass says to Dean, um, I feel regret about what, about you and what I did to Sam. Dean says, yeah, well, you should. Cass says, if there is time, if I was strong enough, I'd fix him now. I just want to make amends before I die. <laughs> Dean, okay. Cass, is it working? Dean, <laughs> does it make you feel better? Cass, no. You? Dean, not a bit. Yay! <laughs> Which is, like, such a great exchange. <laughs> I love, I love so, when Cass it's is so like, them. is it working? Like, that's so Cass. It's so just, like... Uh, oh my god yeah. it's incredible um when i it's when like I, really sweet it's sad but it's really it's, sweet too it's, I think. Sad. it's really like emotionally honest yeah. like mm-hmm. dean's like he's not gonna, it felt not so gonna open. just console him he's like i'm just gonna be real with you how i'm feeling and then yeah. Cass is like well yeah. it felt so open in a way that i think it was so interesting in comparison to a lot of the ways that um they act with each other over the years right um there's this layer of obfuscation that they always have that's just not here um right because i feel like they can finally like everything is out in the open right now like nobody's keeping any secrets or anything like the worst is happening they're through it and now we can just like look at the bare facts as they are and it's like there's i just like there's something so great about like is it working (laughs) no (laughs) no uh I, l- I love when the like narrative allows them those moments because yeah. it's like, yeah, that's that's how they act when when things are when they are, when they're both being honest at the same time. Yeah, it feels like this is a moment that the kind of moment that happens off camera. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like this is yeah, this is yeah. a yeah. Anyway, I I when I texted you guys about this earlier tonight, I um I described it as incredible moment of when you are fighting with your partner and neither of you are over the issue at hand, but you don't want to be fighting anymore. And then I said, if this is a reach, I don't care because Dean is absolutely shattered when they think Cass is for reals, he's dead. And then in all caps, I said, Destiel is Destiel forever. Um, and I, I stand by that. And I want to, you're right. I want to also say that the, the way that he acts when they do think Cass is dead First of all, when Bobby goes, he's cold. Wasn't that kind of freaky? I thought that was really freaky. The idea that Cass is like yeah. so cold so quickly. I don't know. And Bobby's just making that assessment. Bobby's like, oh. <laughs> and then they check if he's breathing and Dean's like, maybe angels don't need to breathe. And I was like, no. Maybe angels don't need to breathe. <laughs> it's like, dude, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead as, he's like as really dust, dead. dude. He's dead for real. Uh, that's why Dean drives me fucking crazy, because it's like, earlier in the episode, he's just being such a pig, and it's like, the 
you just are like, oh, like get this guy away from me. And then he says that and you're like, he's just a baby. <laughs> I don't know about he's just a baby. But I was like, oh, dude, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> when you're trying to convince yourself that everything will be fine when it definitely won't be fine. It's rough. Uh, I love when he's like, why didn't you listen to me? Yeah. When he says Cass... Cassie Child. And it's like, Dean, we had a whole episode where he very clearly laid out why he did not listen to you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Dean, you had a whole confrontation. You trapped him. You trapped him in holy fire. And then he came back later and fought with you again. You're not listening. This is where your relationship problems come from, Dean. Listen. <laughs> you never fucking listen, dude. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Cass wakes up and he goes, that was unpleasant. Oh, yeah. We'll never get enough of this guy. King of stealing my heart. Well, okay. In what you were saying before and like talking about that exchange, like technically, you know, he's still filled with the souls then. Um, And so it's like, that really seems like Cass. Right. So yeah. do, you, do you guys, do you guys kind of think of it that the rest of the time he's posturing, he's kind yes. of like yeah. editing himself? I think right. he's performing, you know, like, because, yeah. you know, you have a whole new vibe going on. If you suddenly had God level power, would you just act the same way? I don't think so. Um, well, it's also like, I, I would imagine that he's kind of high also. Yeah, right? Right, right, yeah. Do you know what I also find interesting is that he could kind of hold the Leviathans back while he had those souls, but as soon as he lost them... Um, and the Leviathans were yeah. clever enough to not leave with the rest of them. It just sort of, it blew up in his He's face. Toast. He's toast. He's toast. Um, um, something that we, we talked about briefly, the, the death scene. Um, but I, I love when Death says really bought his own press, this one, cause like, you know, he's talking himself up, um, and he says, I know God and you, sir, I know God. And then Dean says, all right, put your junk away, both of you. Look, call him what you want. Just kill him now. And the look that Cass gives Dean, I'm going to I'm gonna blog about this later. Oh, yes. The look that Cass gives Dean after that <laughs> is threatened. like, and, and, and then Dean's like looking at him like, it's this weird mix. He goes from like being kind of like, yeah, to being like, oh, he's like, like, it's, don't look at me in the eyes. I can't do it. He's like, this. actually, he's oh. like, uh. That's right. <sighs> um, yeah, and then Caster's bouncing after that. He's just like, I can't handle, like, the criticism. I can't handle He's like, the, that like, was so fucking mean, first I'm of gonna all. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Equivalent of when you walk into someone's house and they're really mean to you and they start a fight and you're like, actually, and then you deliver a killing blow and you get in your car and you go, you leave. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's happening to me all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. I just, yeah. I, I can I, I... I just want to say that Death was incredible in this episode. He was so fun. So, 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 so fun. He... Yeah. He's just, he's just eating his, He's eating his pickle chips. Also, the fact that he's like, well, why should I kill this dude? Those pickle chips look so... I'm, like, still thinking about those. <laughs> I really want fried pickles now. I've never had a pickle Where can chip. Where go to get fried pickles? I believe in you. you can yeah, one. I've never had either. They're so good. But be careful. Because they can be really hot when they come out. Yeah. But be careful. Because all that 
all the water in the pickle can get um, like so so hot like in the fire, boiling so right makes sense mm. um they're so yummy though the thing wait i feel like what you're not understanding is that they have like the fried like crust on the outside obviously i figured yeah. but the pickle itself is remains a pickle incredible mm-hmm. stuff it's still like it's pickles. not like dried out or anything it's like a delicious like hot little pickle inside a fried piece of dough wrapping that's incredible you like bite Better. into the fries and there's a delicious pickle in there i'm sorry that they I'm got you hungry me. for fried pickles on the show but i do I, love thing, i understand death perfectly i see that you guys would I be would besties get some fried pickles with them. <laughs> yeah um makes sense he also calls them um protozoa I death that was calls, fun. uh the mm. humans protozoa which is like very fun of him he's I, just like he's just a fun guy i say this too i've like overused the word slay to the point where it means almost nothing but like he does slay. he does slay if there and was yeah. he also ate that he did no crumbs well uh-huh. you know came just hungry, like the pickle chips full. Yes, yes, ma'am. I, I, I would love to say that I, I love when he's like, "Well, why should I do it?" And Dean's like, "Because we're the boss of you, and we said so." And then he like looks at Death like, (laughs) "Yeah, Yeah. it's like Dean's trying to like dom him in that moment, and then like as soon as Death turns around, he's like." I don't like that. But I don't like that you said. Kind of it's like, not a dumb I'm energy. It's not a dumb energy. Do you know what energy it is? It's not no. because he's failing Stop it. it. <laughs> Stop it. This is disgusting. It's, do you know what it is? Um, it's it's a kid on the playground energy. That's like, I'm older, so you have to listen to okay. me. That's what it is. Older I sibling. also really like Bobby called him your honor. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was going to bring that up next. Thank you. <laughs> Bobby having no clue what's going on. Bobby's like, love honor. <laughs> He's like, uh. Speaking of slaying, <laughs> do you guys want to talk about um, this being maybe the most people Cass ever kills and how that kind of informs his characterization for the rest of the show? We've spoken about this a little bit, but yeah. this is kind of a pivotal moment for Cass. So, Jess, I feel like you yeah. have some like, stuff this to is say it. about this. Well, it's just like, this is kind of where all of Cass's characterizations, all of his motivations come from this. Becoming the, God. Right, then like, they're repenting for, for it. For the right? next, like, several seasons until he, like, gets Jack. And even then, this still has, like... He, he There's such, like... The the thing of, like... when At the end of this episode, when he's saying, like, Dean, I will find a way to redeem myself to you. Like... Right. That's no joke. Like, he really spends the rest of the show trying to, like, do the right thing. He doesn't always, like, do that. But he does, like, all of his actions from here on are spent trying to do the right thing rather than, like, he doesn't ever again act according to his own, like, self-aggrandizement. You know, it's always in yeah. service of other people or the cause or something like that. Like, he really doesn't make any choices that are like, I'm doing this because I want to. Do you guys think that Cass has a leaning towards, like, arrogance or um, uh, maybe not not so much power? I don't know what else to call it, but to that like, word's like, control. 
to, I feel like this is the accumulate. This is the final. Right. But do you guys like, think yeah. that he naturally I, has a, part of a that. leaning After towards this? I don't think so. I would say Any yes, but I feel like it's very tied into being an angel. Okay. Um, yeah. Kind of like, of course you would feel like that if you had only known an angel's existence. Like, we, the kind of righteousness that, like, he had in, like, season four and five. Um, and well, and in season six, like, you know, the the whole... He, he really has faith in his, himself and his plan. Mm-hmm. In season six. And yeah, like you said, Jess, there's like, there's only kind of ha- a handful of times where I can think of him um, kind of n- actively maybe making a more selfish choice rather than trying to be altruistic about it. But that is like definitely more rare because he, mm-hmm. he constantly from here on out is like, what do we all agree is the best thing to do? Um, he sublimates the self. Um, <laughs> also like... <laughs> Yes. Okay, academic. Yes, that hurt girl. my feelings badly. Um, yeah, but he does. It is it's like very sad. Um shit, what was I going to say? Sorry. I was I, I think it, it it is sad. It's about cast. Um It is, is sad, oh, yeah. but I think so, it, like okay, I go. think sorry, but I think that um no. that sort of like thing within the fandom to say that cast has like there's like an arrogance or like like maybe a power hungriness to him. Oh right, ambition. That this That's is what kind I of the about. final like yeah. yeah, like ambition. This is like the final like form of that. And I think that's because like his literal only boss has been God. And then he finds out that God isn't there. So it makes sense that like this is kind of the only way way that he knows to like execute authority, you know? To like the because yeah. the only authority figure he has ever known is God. Like he never had like a dad or like well, he had a teacher. S- yeah, he had or superiors. A oh. Not exactly the same. Though. Wait, I'm having thoughts. Yeah, but they're all thoughts. they're all like executing the will of God. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like he ever had just like a normal like you know like shift manager. Like it makes sense that like when he decides to like start accumulating power for himself, it reaches this like fever pitch where he's like yeah where he's like i'm i'll just kill anybody who stands in my way and stuff like that like it makes sense that he can't really think outside the bounds of like what he's always known to be like yeah and god do you think that um like i i don't think this is done super smoothly just because of how the writing is a bit uh inconsistent sometimes in the later seasons but it kind of seems like he he's in this kind of repenting stage, as we were talking about before, where he doesn't really trust himself and all this kind of stuff. Maybe it's only with Jack and with kind of having um, a, another reason to exist, another, like, goal uh, outside of himself, that, like, when he says, you know, when he's, like, I became a father, blah, 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 it's, like, mm-hmm. that's him kind of reconciling, like, that, because um, it's, like, he can forgive himself, essentially, for for what has happened here and for, like, what that power kind of brought out in him. Um, whereas before that and, and through this the whole arc with all the angels and stuff, he's still very much, like, this is my problem. I fucked up. I need to fix it. I need to fix heaven. Yeah. I need to, I need to, you know, help the boys hunt or whatever. Like he needs to kind of repent. Yeah. 
I think that's like um, exactly it. And I think like what you just said about like he kind of like isn't really able to act in ways that he hasn't like seen around him. So it's like in this he becomes God and then later he tries to become a hunter. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's not really able to like when he becomes human, he goes off and he like works at that gas station, but it's like that's because he has no other choice, you know what I mean? Like he's not really able to like be creative and come up with like a new idea for himself. And then suddenly he has Jack just like put into his life and suddenly he can like conceive of a new mm. way to be, which is like to be a father yeah. to Jack. <laughs> And he makes those decisions to go against the boys and help Kelly and to, like, you know, learn how to, you know, look after a baby and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's like he a proactive all those kind of thing for him. Hurting <laughs> my feelings. Um, I think that um, there's something to, to cast that is, like, it's very interesting because he has these uh, sort of sides to him that are kind of a little bit at war right like he's ambitious within the structure of heaven and he's loyal kind of to heaven to the ideals that he thinks it represents um and when those ideals turn out to not be represented by it um he has no problem going rebellious right and um Mm -hmm. and i find that really interesting because he as a character contains many contradictions which as we all know is the secret to good character souls um, and, uh, I just, I just find it really funny that he, he's this ruthless guy who's also really, like, gentle and, uh, and, uh, I don't know. I can't talk about him. I'm going to cry. He, um, something I'm thinking special. about is the, the experiences that he has before Jack, right? Like, so between now and Jack, I think they're super informed by, there's like a few things right so like what kind of changes him throughout that time it's like obviously his relationship with dean and sam obviously more so dean um narratively and you know just their relationship is more profound as he said um that right but then also um his time as a human i think has has him kind of have this uh empathetic development on the real Mm -hmm. like life of like a human on earth which i think he doesn't really conceive properly before that arc and then also it kind of muddies the works when the other angels are like you have to lead us you know you have to Mm. help us i think that kind of um reignites it and i think what's like so key then is that like he doesn't like seek that out like he wants to help them obviously but he doesn't necessarily want to lead them Mm -mm. Yeah. Which is again like different from what goes on in this. Yeah, season. what I'm always interested is pre-show. Uh, interested in is 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 pre-show cast. I always want to talk about the fact that like, yeah, they should do it like a sort of a like a like a prequel series. I would watch just cast a new dude as <laughs> cast and have Nisha like it doesn't have to be a dude. Who, just, just cast, cast a single ray of light. <laughs> <laughs> have Misha Khan's train them on the voice and just go for it you know go crazy have a multi have a big cast and have them all do cats have them in little cast seminars together and um have them all do cats it would be fucking cool this is a an experimental series I'm pitching right now on the on the podcast and I think it would be 
great. It would do numbers. Um, Come on, HBO Max. Come on. Waiting by the phone. (laughs) Get my number. Get at me. Um, But I think that there's a lot of interest to me in the fact that he, you know, he has got a history of disobedience. And I've said this so many times on the podcast, and I'll say it again um, many, many times. And, like, everyone kind of knows about it except him. Like, this is a, a thing that everyone knows about him. Or, like, a lot of people know about him, a lot of angels. And and he just sort of... The angels know it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, he, he just is trying to live his life as best he can. He's trying to do the best he can under the circumstances and and to help as as many people and angels and whatnot and entities uh existences as he can um doing the right thing right like that's what what leads him but he does it in a ruthless way which we've also talked about before on on, on the on the podcast and i think that's it's just it's kind of incredible and the fact that they put him in a cw show is crazy <laughs> They just accidentally came up with the world's best guy. Like what? It's funny. Um, you just reminded me. Like he kind of almost becomes this. Like uh, I was gonna say Ned Kelly, but I don't know if you guys know about Ned Kelly. Um, he's like a Robin Hood kind of figure almost oh, with the other angels. Right. Like they're like you know you rebelled against like the world being destroyed and we also don't want the world to be destroyed so you know you can lead us you tore up the script and Um, burned the pages for all of us (laughs) (laughs) clapping my little hands okay it's so good so good um let me see if i have anything else in me notes that i want to go over um when Cass wakes up after uh like killing all those republicans He's obviously covered in blood, but he also has a little bit of like black slime comes from his nose. Disgusting. Which I was like, fun. Leviathan. I didn't and also, that. like this is jumping the gun a little bit for uh well I guess I mean, are we covering 702? That's like not technically cast. Those are Leviathans. No, we, we we're covering it. I think that counts. Is it in the spreadsheet? Okay. That's what um, we need to be asking. It's in the spreadsheet. Then we're in there. I think it like sucks so bad that like that they end up killing off Cass and they don't let Misha Collins act as the big bad Leviathan because the li- the single line reading that he does at the end where he's like this is gonna be so much fun and he does the like, tilt. so good Dick Roman could never yeah and it's just like he he would have been a really fun villain but they obviously like kill him off because they don't want to pay him like as a series regular and they can't keep him on as a guest star because that would be, you know, so like, yeah, I don't know. Guys, it's just a shame. Cause it would be like really fun if he had been the leader of the Leviathan for season seven, just to give a completely yeah. different character. Instead of Dick Roman or whatever. Yeah. Can I just say that it's, it's so crazy that, um, he, Misha Collins is kind of like really good in this episode because like, Somehow you get the impression of him acting as if Cass is acting. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and his uh, whole Leviathan thing and Cass's panic and Cass's sort of desperation and Cass's posturing and Cass's arrogance. And it's just it's just a really fun mix. And I love a guy who's uh, overreaching. I love that he says, I really overreached. Mm-hmm. And then Dean goes, you think? 
Um, another thing that would have been good. <laughs> that's a matter of opinion. He was trying something. He was trying something. Why it's don't like you try something? To try something for once in your life, Dean. Why don't you try something, Dean? Why don't you try not wearing flannels for once in your Actually, life? Actually, Dean overreaches all the time. Dean and Sam both and Bobby. They that's what they do. This, this is their He's hobby. This is their hobby. Um, and their job. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, also having Misha Collins play uh the villain would have been a fantastic way to torture to torture like Dean and Sam and Bobby. It would have been great. This is like a it would be like a yeah, it would have been pre-season really eleven um moment. Like when when Lucifer is in the vessel. Yeah, and he's just like being silly. It's and just funny. like torture, torture, torture. Yeah, and he's like, ha ha, yeah. you can't get your friend. Nah, 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 nah. And Dean has to look at him walking around. It would around have been so interesting. Like that, and he's like, my buddy. <laughs> like, in in the in the episodes in season seven that we're not going to watch, Dean is very, like, openly mourning cast, and it's very, like. I'm going to watch them. I can give it's, a fuck. It's really, it really, yeah, I'm going to watch them too. It really, like, it, it's obvious that that's what's happening. And so to have actual cast there, like, poking the bear like his body would have been so juicy. I think so too. I agree very much. So. Well, we can talk about this a bit more tomorrow, not tomorrow, <laughs> next episode, um, when we get into him kind of being killed, quote unquote, and trying to be written off the show. Cause I feel like I need to do a bit more research. On I would that. love um, you to let us know what, what the situation was there. Cause I'm not doing, there's research. a lot that's been like written and discussed about it. It's a whole thing. You need um, to be, but you also, need to be- hitting the lore yeah. books yeah. i really need to get you can in share there some lore with really me if you don't want to read all of it my semi coding no I'll if get you into don't it. i would also like to read some of it so if you find an interesting like just, just kick it my way yeah um I'd, i can't tell if i'm like ovulating or not but um cass is re- like leviathan cass is really hot and I, am i gonna get tarred and feathered for saying that um, or is that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, but I think you should say it anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just know, I just know, um, a sentence is gonna get crazy when someone starts it with, "I don't know if I'm ovulating," because um, I. Well, just the same with like how with Sam being so appealing to me this episode, and then Dean in the little outfit fixing the Dean car. Lo- Dean is just- silly little outfit i love his silly laugh it makes me happy i always think of that post of him like in the car <laughs> the hip flexor like, to push the thing up with his legs <laughs> yeah like, i'm called to make his hip flexors a bit looser <laughs> is that what i'm called to do uh that's so oh, silly yeah. oh, oh sorry people not on tumblr um we'll put we that will in the show do notes, that for but... you because we care and you should see the jokes he's really getting into it he's he fix he fixes that whole car i how much time do you think past like between the start of the episode and when they do the other spell. Like two weeks? I don't know. Because it takes a long time to fix a car. Otherwise Supernatural is just like being unrealistic again and it's like supposed to be a week or something. I like how they think we're supposed I like how we're supposed to believe that Dean was actually able to fix that Impala. <laughs> he's supposed to be good at this, Jess. Girl. <laughs> he's pushing on the ceiling with his I don't know what he was That thinking. doesn't work. And then he gets out a ball-peen hammer, as if that's going to help. <laughs> Which it doesn't. And then he gets a little mallet, and he goes over, and he's like, oh, I'm going to hit the ceiling with a mallet, and that will get these dents out. It's like, dude, it is crumpled. I think that's how you fix, like, No. Don't. Though. That thing is a fucking write-off. 
Okay. That's not what he does. He that doesn't. Part, it's done. It's done. Can we they say? Think I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid. Can I say something? The Impala <laughs> Theseus uh, theory. They should have replaced it uh, bit by bit until we have a, a little situation there. Um, but yeah, that's just a little something that lives in my brain. We don't have to talk about it. He's done it before. He he did it. He did you know, parts of it. Was it the start yeah. of season yeah. two? After yeah. John dies. Yeah. I know. They think we're fucking stupid, but we're not stupid. Say this. Remind yourself okay. of Well, this. I'm stupid. You're smarter than the TV show. You're smarter than the TV show. You don't have to believe Affirmations. what they want you to believe. Affirmations for the day. Affirmations. Mm-hmm. I just get distracted by his little outfit. I really enjoy the his onesie. little outfit. Where did he get I that? I saw some people hating. Did he go get that from the shops? Is that Bobby's old thing? <laughs> Respect yourself. You are a grown Can woman. I say- <laughs> Can I say? It's not like... Okay. There's a serious problem. No, there's a serious problem with self-respect <laughs> among the supernatural fandom. And if I have to do the consciousness raising myself, I will do it. I want to say that I I have saw people hating on his little overalls. And I was like, you're so fake. If you want to have hot, sexy, mechanic daydreams, which I've seen the same people do, then you have to deal with the fact that sometimes they're in overalls. Okay. And you gotta but deal with that. But he's wearing a little blue jumpsuit. He's wearing a little blue while jumpsuit. While he's doing that. He's doing his work. Come on, guys. He's putting on his costume. The hot, sexy mechanic thing is less attractive to me than the little costume. The little costume is so much more attractive. It's not a costume. It's your little doll. <laughs> it's a, you want to dress him up work. in his little outfits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a little kid doll. No, a, the way he's wearing it, it's a little costume. <laughs> Sorry, that was too loud. Sorry. His job is fix car. His job is fix Impala. Yeah. Oh, his no, no, his job is just Impala. His, his job is car. His job is just car. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you guys think we're ready for the outtakes? The outtakes? Um, yeah, wait, let me just have a quick... Uh, let me have a quick scan. I wrote so many notes, but I, I think we've covered it. Um, Sam getting a spontaneous uh, nosebleed, just like me for real. Um, <laughs> were you? Is this something that happens to you currently, or as a child, were you one of those kids that just would like get a nosebleed out of nowhere? It hasn't happened in a while, but it does happen to me. Um, I very like multiple times in my childhood, I've just gotten a blood Ella. nose. Once I was Ella. Is this an anime yeah. style thing where it's happening because you're ovulating? No, I think I just um I I must have picked my nose when I was a little oh. kid or something and really like fucked my I don't my, think that's a real thing. Um, like I don't think you can fuck it up that bad. I think people used to get them or like you get them when the air is too dry too. Yeah, some people just have Yeah, I I have like, that happen. I get them when I like travel sometimes when I'm like in different climates. Um but the the worst time it ever happened to me was um Oh, well, one time I got it at the pool, at an indoor heated pool. And so, like, I, I was just covered in my own blood because I had to get out of the pool and it just, like, went all Very over supernatural me. Boy, so that was gross. Um, another time it happened to me was I had just been broken up with by this boy. This is, like, in high school. Mm. And he worked at McDonald's and me and my friends went God, there because so I don't know if this happened to you guys, but, like, McDonald's is, like the hangout spot in high school sure and i'm saying mcdonald's for our international audience um this is not how i would usually phrase it i would just call it it maccas uh maccas so i was at i was at maccas and i i was with a friend and he was working and he was still being friendly but um 
I like got a blood nose at the table and then like went to the bathroom and it would not go away. I was in the bathroom for like an hour and eventually like he realized and like came and like brought me tissues and it was mortifying. It was, it was truly mortifying because it was like all over my face and I was trying to wash it away. And he had broken up with you already? Yeah, he'd broken up with me like maybe a week before. And then Um, he was like, here are some tissues for your copiously bleeding nose. Gushing. Yeah, so that was... (laughs) That was, that's that's a real strong memory in my that's head. That's difficult. Um, I'm sorry you went through that. But it's fine. He's a cop now. Ugh, so, disgusting. Yeah. I'm glad you judged that bullet. Yeah. Can I believe... Uh, sorry, I have to pause, derail. I was watching yeah. Shameless, and then Ella started watching a little bit of Shameless. And then she said to me, Fiona uh, shouldn't date this Goku guy, which is so funny, because the dude Steve that she's dating has his hair gelled <laughs> up like this. Yeah, he's Goku he's like, in like that this, terrible like live action Dragon Ball thing. I'm, I'm tr- I'm demis- for the listeners at home, I'm demonstrating with my hair right now. Like this. Um, no, not only does he have the Goku hair, it's like he, he's he literally in that really bad he's movie. Like, he's he's very annoying. That James Masters he's, is also in as Piccolo. James Masters is in that? Yeah. That's Spike so funny. Plays like the blue guy the blue guy um but she said to me well fiona has such bad taste i told her well fiona is the queen of bad taste and then she's like boo if she's gonna like date boring guys she should just date the cop and i was like i can't believe you said that to me um well, I'm not. I I haven't watched the whole show. He's being nice to her nice, so far. But at least. Yeah, I hate this Goku Sorry. guy. Sorry, well, let me just clarify. Are you rehashing an argument that you already had yes, through text for the listeners? I don't know if this is good podcasting, Ilsa. Through now nah. the mic, and also for, for our you. listeners, for you, Jess, and me, including more importantly than them. For me. I guess yes. you are right to call us up on this. Um, I think the last five minutes have not been good podcasting. We're great um, at this. We're incredible. <laughs> we haven't talked about the girl calling him sexy. I, I was really hoping we could that. have. Oh, yeah, um, I love- Cash girl. <laughs> Cash girl is spotted. He was young <laughs> and, and sexy. I was hoping we could avoid that, honestly. And then Dean's like off. And then Dean turns TV it off. And off. I'm like, Dean... I think we should listen. I think she's got some interesting things to say. She's got some points. He was like, I don't want to talk about hot cats. Turn that anymore. back on. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I was watching that. I, I love that it's like, it's like that he's like, I've heard all I need to hear. That's Cass. I did think that was funny. That was, that's the only thing that I think is good about that scene. He's like wearing a raincoat and he's sexy and doesn't have a beard. That's Cass. He's like, it's not a raincoat, it's, it's an, an overcoat. overcoat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if we discussed this last time, but um, I guess we could get more into it next episode. But the Leviathan lore about like purgatory being created Just to for them. them, is that something we've heard before? Or is this new information? This is, that we new information. This is brand new. Yeah. Brand new information. Okay. So they're like, yeah. surprise. But you didn't know. Jess, it really sucks that we can't see your little face right now. I know you're doing something fun with well, it. Well, yeah. just imagine it. I'm imagining it. Mm. Yeah. I miss you. I, I'm doing the same stuff I always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's a fun episode. I, I truly... Yeah. It's good. It's good in there. I feel like we're sedate today. Is it because we're on different times than we usually are? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we're okay. I think it's gonna you be know, easier. We haven't to done edit. this for a while. Getting back into the swing yeah. of things. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. 
Uh, I'm jogging my leg nervously. Um, what are you guys up to? We are at the end of the episode, um, and as we usually do, we first shall wander into the salt mines and um this metaphor always falls apart but we will talk about something that we didn't like this episode um jess you want to go first yeah i don't like when dean calls death their bitch oh yeah i didn't appreciate that and actually if i was in the room i would have said dean what the fuck yeah and then i would say i would say can you apologize i think you owe everyone in this room an apology right now that wasn't Mm -hmm. cool I would have called him in. Yeah. I would have called him in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Held him accountable for his life. It language. doesn't feel good. Right. It doesn't feel right. And this is the problem with Supernatural is that nobody ever does that. Yeah. Sam's always like awkward and cringing about it. He never takes a stand. He's always like, oh, I don't like think Sam, we should uh, use that word. Shut up. Get a fucking backbone. Get a grip. Yeah. Shut this shit down. Okay. I forgot. I had a little. I had a little Sam tangent I wanted to talk about, but I forgot about it. Do you want to hit it now? A classic. Do you want to hit it now? Well, just quickly. Hit just it. quickly. Just quickly. Um, <laughs> in the same way that like this really um influences Cass's journey for the rest of the show, I think that what Sam is going through right now is also really influential mm. for his characterization for the rest of the I show. Agree. Like it's the like um, distrust of what he's yeah. experiencing. And all that kind of stuff. I think that that, like, the way that later on he becomes so uh, in control. Right. And, uh, yeah, and just, like, he kind of has a lot of um, coping mechanisms, I think, for the feelings that he's having now. Like, it's it's a real, like, you know, PTSD kind of situation yeah, he, where, like, he, he has to avoid Right, that. he exercises control over whatever things he can like his own body yeah. is a is a big thing um which every yeah. sam girl has noted and they're right for that it's real fun i think we'll have time to get into that later on in the show yes. when on our spinoff podcast in- the sam cast where we talk we're about not doing that. <laughs> sorry i refuse he's cool but i don't like him that much like i like him but not that much never as much as Cass. I, as a concept All right, so then we'll never get to it no Anyway, um, Ilsa, what, what's in what's in your salt mine? Why don't you go first and give me a second to to settle it? Because I had it in my mind and oh, it's okay. gone now. Um, I I I think going off what Jess said, the general I there's a lot to like about Dean's characterization in this episode, but I dislike a lot of it. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it's like. My brain says, you know, it's in the show. That's how he's acting. That's what he's like. And then my heart says, that's, that's not, not right. Hashtag not my Dean. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's you know, that's silly. But that and just, yeah, the whole porn situation. I just think that, I, do, I think they were trying to do a joke. Mm. But it's like, is is it, is he seriously going through it or not? Like, what what is it? Like, it's just messy for me. And I think it doesn't even work. Besides all the incredibly uh, problematic shit that it infers, I think it's just, it's a bit lazy to me and I just don't really vibe with that whole scene. That's probably my salt mine for the week, I would say. Yeah. Have you figured something out? I'm, I'm, out? Tr- I'm trying, to, I can't remember what I thought of. Maybe if I remember Elsa, later. unleash your hater eyes. My hater eyes, I don't know what happened to them. It fell out. 
Um, if I think about it later, oh I'll my just... God. They zapped them. Oh my they God. zapped them right out of you. <laughs> they took them out in the hospital. I'm actually, don't get ECT. It's scary. They take away your hater eyes. They'll take away your hater eyes. <laughs> no, I had, I had my hater moment earlier. I, it was in my brain and then it, it fell. Um, it fell out. Um, but I, there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a, a high probability that I'll remember. So I'll just record it and insert here when I do. But, uh, in the meantime, I think that we should, we've spoken about this. Um, I think probably not, uh, at length enough and not, uh, um, uh, definitively enough. I don't know. Definitive is not the word I'm looking for, but we, we haven't addressed everything in it, but the, the scene with Dean watching porn, fully dressed and the porn being incredibly racist and the vibes being very off. It was, the whole thing it was bad. bad and I didn't like it. And, um, yeah, it's unfixable. It's unfixable. You know, like, I don't know. The whole entire concept of the scene is so ridiculous. There's no reframing it. So it's good. Yeah. No, no. You know, you make his porn less creepy. Still fucking weird. I, the, I don't. I actually really think he'd do I actually that. think it would be fun. It's still like to me, it's it's fodder and the gay dean ammunition um, that I have. Mm-hmm. That's not the analogy that mm-hmm. I'm saying it doesn't work. But um, I I, I yeah. understand <laughs> because just watching porn out like wherever in a common area, fully clothed and drinking, is an incredibly weird thing to do. Like this man is performing so hard that it's it's off the Just, charts it, levels. Are you kink shaming him? A near half a season ago, he said it was a weird thing to do. I don't know if so, I would say it's kink shaming so much as it's. I'm questioning if he's okay. I can't believe that you're kink shaming him right now, and you're sex negative. I don't want to wow. hear it from someone who didn't <laughs> sad, know what an orgy was. So. Oh, the gay dean is so real though. Like people say, beachhead is out of character, but. <laughs> This is giving. It's giving beachy. This Dean. is giving telling people all the sex you've right, been having with right. women. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. Um, so if the porn was not racist, you could have just said hentai and not been weird about it. There's nothing wrong with liking hentai. Just calling something Asian when it's specific is just one of my biggest pet peeves. But he wanted. He was afraid that he was afraid that Sam wouldn't know what he meant if he said hentai, so he specified that he meant Asian cartoon porn. He's like not just cartoon porn, the Asian type with like tentacles and shit. Yeah, just um, so you know. Just so you know, Sam. I'm a man of culture. It's it's important. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Family Guy like Simpsons type. It's yeah. specifically. Um, it's the good shit, Sam. It's just they speak Japanese. <sighs> yeah. There's subtitles. Um, There's subtitles, Sam. <laughs> this is a foreign film. It's culture. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick up on like the the choice of like music that evokes the sense of Orientalism. And oh, shit. Just, I didn't I, get that. Yeah, I Orientalism. It. That's the word. It's, it's just, just Sarah's so stupid. It's Sorry nasty. to bash no, her. No, bash her. Bash her. Wow. But. King shaming, sex negativity, and now misogyny in this podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> I understand, listeners, if you need to unsubscribe. That's fine. I, I understand, and I, I own that. You said to find my hater eyes, they're back, baby. And it's they're looking at this episode. <laughs> you, you picked them I up. Picked them up. You yeah, babe. Back, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, 
But yeah, those that's what I'm okay, thinking what about. What next? It's so fun to me, Jess, when you when you are like <laughs> cosplaying as a person who <laughs> would act like that. Just being obnoxious. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, heart lockets. Jess, do you wanna go first? What's in there this week? Um what's in my heart locket? Well, it's a lot of stuff. Ooh. But mainly it's when um Cass, <laughs> mainly it's when Cass keeps apologizing to Dean, even though what he did to Sam was objectively worse. <laughs> and he keeps saying, Dean, I'm going to make it up to you. Dean, I'm so sorry. Dean, are you really mad at me? Dean, I'm like, really, I'm so sorry, dude. And also, and then he apologizes to he says sorry about Sam right. to Dean. Yes. Yeah. I understand yes. Sam wasn't in the that room part. at that moment, but like about what I did. Dude. He's like, I feel regret um about what I did to Sam and you or something like that. It's like or I, about you I and what I, I did to he Sam. He says like I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's I mean, the same way. I understand him perfectly. But <laughs> that's really funny to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam had to physically vacate the show because he's being attacked by hallucinations of Lucifer. The actual like he's devil. going through a lot. So, and Cass is just like, yeah, these things yeah. happen, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it was bad, and I'm sorry I did that. I love you. him. Yeah, I literally, I'll never get enough of that dude. <laughs> he's down bad. He's down you know? bad. Like it's it's all about Dean. He it's all, it's about, all about Dean. About Dean. Oh He's God, like, I'm sorry for what I did to that other, that tall guy the that tall you guy. with. The guy. Oh, Dude, your are brother? Are you still mad at me? Yeah. Are you mad at me for that part as well? Steven. It's with an S. I know it's an S. like Stan. Stan? Stan. Sam. Sam. It must be Sam. Like Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. I remember. Like your grandfather Samuel. Yes. That's the one. I remember now. Yes. Right. Right. That guy. What a weirdo. I love him so much. <laughs> uh, also, what's in your um, heart locket? There are too many things to pick. Can I say that? Like, my hater eyes. Mm-hmm. You can have an accordion heart locket. That thing you know, is, is filled out. Any kind of heart locket you need. Okay. So, his rampage, including healing people, he like, healing the poor and the sick, right? Um, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, killing, like, bigots. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, going after corrupt politicians who, um, try and sway votes by appealing to religious, uh, voters, um, Christian voters. It's, psh, come on. Are you serious? Come on. Lovely. And then also his scene where he is absolutely serving Kant, uh, when he is talking to Crowley and it's like, and mm-hmm. Nancy Sinatra's, uh, these boots were made for walking plays. Is that even what the song's name is? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's it's such a good song for him. Um, mm. And also when he is just like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. <sighs> Yowchie. He has the biggest puppy dog the biggest eyes. Biggest sweater eyes. He literally is like, He's looking down and then he kind of like oh, oh, oh he's, he's like literally the emoji of like the of the 
The big eyes. The big eyes. The bleeding. Yeah. Like, so much trouble. <laughs> um, when, you know. He's like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? It's funny Even because emoji. Sam is the one who, like, goes out and prays to him and is like, I know there's a part of you still in there. And then he comes back and he's like, Sam, I heard your prayer. And then he immediately starts being like, Dean, are you mad at me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you angry? I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, that was hilarious to me. Love Death him. in this episode, mwah, beautiful. Love it. He's so funny. He's yeah. always so funny. Julian Richings walks a very fine line between yeah. um, embodying power and like annoyance and being fucking hilarious in this episode. And he always does this. And fantastic work. Fantastic work. I believe that he is like a million years old. I, I believe, believe it, it because of the way because he I acts. Feel it. And the fact that they're like, well, Bobby's like, well, they're was an eclipse last time it won't work like the spell and Dean's death like I'll make another one and he gives them a time and he's like figure it out that's the astrology girlies would have lost their minds <laughs> think of the astrology girlies down the to universe. the minute another being like all the astronomers being like unbelievably it seems that there's going to be another eclipse very shortly after <laughs> the other one just I know we minute. just said that the last eclipse wouldn't reoccur for another 400 years but actually here it is so in this universe death has the power to slightly alter the course of either the moon just i guess the moon i guess just into the yeah but can't knock down a door if there's like a blood sigil on it is that how it works i love this show i will never not love this show this show sucks and i love it Mm -hmm, mm um uh Crowley's whole thing. Love his vibe in this episode. Yes. He is just like the... Okay, the last thing in my heart locket is the thing I spoke about before with um, the exchange between Dean and Cass being so like resigned to being in each other's corner but still being angry about the whole thing. I... Come on. I mean, Dest yells forever, guys. That's all I can say about that. Anyway, and that's my heart lockets I... for this episode. This isn't in my heart locket, but it, you just reminded me of it. Um, it's it's not frustrating, but it's so interesting that the the time in this episode that we see Dean the most upset about Cass is when he like thinks he's dead for real, right? Um, but then as soon as Cass is like back to life, the kind of little wall goes up again, and and he is just in kind of uh you know go mode, like okay, we're gonna get yeah. you know. You better, you know, we'll get back on onto the schedule of whatever the fuck is happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's so it's, Cass doesn't get to see yeah. that side of Dean. It's like it's again. What if I ever. die? Ever like every time that Cass uh, dies and comes back, Dean is happy when he comes back, or he is like still angry in this case when he comes back. Like he's sad to have. Oh, I for, I remembered what my salt mine was. Yay! What? My salt mine was when uh, Dean calls Cass a child. I've hated it forever, and I hate it now still. I've said my piece on this many, many, many times. It sucks. I hate it. I'm going to kill him. Terrible boyfriend award. Yeah. I hope Jackie dies! I don't like it, but it, it feels like um, an echo of how John would speak to Dean and Sam, I Do imagine. You think? Like, it sounded very... No, yeah, I think, like, I think it, you would it, call them fucking idiots to their faces. Right, I agree. <laughs> but I, I think just as part of the whole, you know, you need to respect me thing. It's such a weird... I think it's like a, just an awkward turn of phrase. 
I, I don't even dislike it mm. just because it's awkward, which it is. But um, I dislike it because of the way it, like, sits with me. Because it's an the belittling. <laughs> The belittling <laughs> of it all. <laughs> Let's not talk about age gap relations. <laughs> yes, you are really hitting all of the, like, toxic Tumblr points today. I love um, it. <laughs> I could do this all day. Problematic <laughs> age gap. You're right. No, it just... The oh my god, you it. guys. Travis, away. Kelsey, Taylor Swift's boyfriend slipped at the game today and appeared to suffer a lower body injury. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Is he alright? Just sorry. these words barely mean anything to me. Taylor Swift... Is he not like a NFL her. dude? You, do know, you know her. She has a boyfriend. Is he a football player? Right. Allegedly. Boyfriend. Allegedly Definitely boyfriend. football player. Allegedly boyfriend. <laughs> Um, I heard she was a lesbian. <laughs> That's the word on the digital streets. It's true. <laughs> Guys, this podcast is off the rails. We always do this. Wait, we gotta get back on the rails. What's your hard work. bucket? It's already 10. Oh, I'm gonna be late What's now. your hard but, locket? Um, no, it's okay. So I think my heart locket is uh, just like... The... Jesse touched on it earlier. The way that this episode um, kicks off the season and 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 all that kind of stuff, I think, is so good. Um, I think it loses momentum when Cass is uh, disposed of, essentially. Um, but I think it's like it's like woo, the new season, let's go, let's go. In a way that like I think six oh one doesn't really feel like that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I like when the season openers yeah. feel like that. Um, I think I talked about everything else that I enjoyed. Um, oh, I thought of something else for my fucking salt mine. Uh, just quickly, this is the episode where I noticed the biggest shift in the cinematography. Um, especially I, it was noticeable to me when we're in Bobby's kitchen. Yeah, there's light. And you light. can see that his wallpaper is actually like, there's multiple colors in his wallpaper and it's, it's so bright. And I know it is the day, but like, they don't usually you let at you Bobby's, like, see that house in like season four. Yeah. It looks so different. Um, and I don't like it. Sarah Gamble said, gay rights. Let's have the rainbow in there. <laughs> <laughs> Crobby real. Um, their conversation is also really good. Um, Everyone just go read the transcript. We don't have the time right now to yeah, or even watch go the into episode. all the bangers. Yeah. Just watch the episode. True. Read the transcript. <laughs> One of the two. Whichever suits your fancy. Yeah. You know, the normal way to consume media is just simply reading the transcripts. I forgot about that extra feature that sometimes occurs. Um, so, well, okay, that's us for this episode. Um, you can find us. Particularly, I will say on Tumblr at the Cascast. Um, there is another website previously known as Twitter, um, which technically st- is still there, Twitter. but our traction is terrible on there because I think because we link it. to our podcast, um, it doesn't show up because we're like linking to another website. Um, they don't like I, us. I don't know if this is like Tin Hat stuff, but I've seen no, a lot I of think people talking that about might that. Be real. Yeah, um, and we probably will at some point make um, another account on what either Blue Sky or Threads, because that seems to be where a lot of uh, podcast friends of ours are wandering over to. But mainly Tumblr is, of course, the best place to talk to us. Or you can email us at thecastcast at gmail. We love getting emails. It's so um, special. We love we getting love emails. We love getting asks too, um, but like, 
We love both. Us, emails, pictures. Pictures of cats. Uh, rate us on wherever you listen it's to podcasts. To that really yeah. helps. Because um, if you search right now, I think if you search like Castiel podcast, even though we tag it as that, um, it, it we don't come up. <laughs> so it's like, I think if you like us enough, please give us uh, five stars on a podcast app. That would be we really would love it. Nice of you. Um, not yeah. less than also, five stars. On... If it's if you think less than five stars, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, and if you're listening on Spotify now, you can just like write in the app, respond to us right there. Mm. We've gotten a few messages from um, a devoted listener, uh, so we love you. And oh my God, I haven't seen if that. You just you know, you have a little feedback for us. There's like a little Q and A right there, and just that rules. Thank you. Tippy tap out or reply to us. Hit send. We'll see it. We'll we'll see it, I guess. I haven't seen it. You have to tell me. And we love it, to see it. How it shows up or wherever you see it. it. You got to get into the Spotify, but I think Jess is the only one who's speaking. Jess, send me screenshots. Know. Anyway, surely, um, surely the <laughs> password and login is in our Google Drive someplace. It's we'll Spotify see it. We'll, see it. we'll figure it out. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, sorry. Um, I should do the outro. Yeah, probably. It's probably what I should do. You did the outro. We should just have to back. So, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. Um, just, I hope you have a good week. Uh, good two weeks. We won't see you for two weeks. I think, I think we are sticking to the two week schedule. We'll see. Um, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. I love you. Bye. Sorry. The pod, the listener who is replying to us on, on Spotify, her name is, or their name is Kitsy. 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 Shout out to you. Hi, Kitsy. Kitsy, Kitsy. I read all of your responses and I'd like to see them. That's epic. Thank you so much for everything. Should we customize the question? I think you can customize the question per episode. It says, what what did you think about this episode? But we could change it if we wanted to. That rules. Cute. We will do that. Um, I will get the Spotify for podcasters. Guys, stream um, C-U-N-T AMV. Oh my God, Um, I will link it. See you in T. That's been in my head ever since you pointed out. So good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been listening to it nonstop. Very good. Okay. Um, love you guys and goodbye. Two. Go. I'm done. I'm in there. Okay. So we're all in there. Okay. We are yes, recording. Are you editing this week? Yes, baby. I have no job Good. and no excuse. Hold on. Let me just close the door. I have 10 seconds of more audio than you guys. That's okay. This conversation will help. Um, Jess, when I saw the post that was like, um, can't even step outside without being accosted by dragons, they were breathing fire at me. I was going to send it to you and then I got distracted because <laughs> I feel like that's very... Was it Was it me who blogged it? Yeah. Yay! No, but, uh, someone yeah. else had earlier, but I, I just see now that you... It's not the same. It's not the same if someone else blogs about dragons. They don't get it as much as Jess does. <laughs> One of the defined words in this episode is porn, by the way. <laughs> One of the what? That's Sam's height! This is so funny. I love the Supernatural Wiki. The Supernatural uh, Wiki is uh, down for some reason on, on, really? on my no. end. Yeah, it wouldn't let me get in there to look at the transcript. In, maybe, in, maybe the South African servers are down. <sighs> Everything's yeah, going Yeah, it works me. Brutal. Hi, baby. 
Jack, at first I was like kicking her out to go hang with my parents because um, the smell of turpentine in here was so strong. What did you tap? Oh, I was, I was, uh, I was painting last night. I forgot that I had hadn't had the windows open. I was like, she's gonna leave all her smart girl brain cells. Do you want to? And that's not a concern for yourself. No. Well, her stomach, my her brain is as big as my stomach, more or less. Got the well, got the same amount of nerves. That's something. What? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. That might be a factoid. Jackie, baby, you're gonna say hello to your aunties. Say hello. The mic. Hi, Hi. Oh my god. Her she face just is cuter and cuter. An baby. She's such a baby. Literally. She doesn't want to be here. Have you shown her Puss in Boots The Last Wish? I yet? haven't even seen it, so I think we should watch it together, me and Jack. Um, yeah, so. she'd probably like it because it's about cats. It's about cats and she's a cat. That's how it works, right? And Puss is orange. He's very orange. Um, which is the color of Jack also. <laughs> I show you my 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 <gasps> Holy shit, Ella, that looks good. So they're gonna be like wings. So if you imagine them behind me, not like I imagine them turned the right way. They no, these are the back ones. They can't be angled that way, both of them. Because they can't Yeah, both, they are. They can't both do this. Like Michael Jackson. No, but in the picture, <laughs> in the picture, they've got them like this. They, they're not like they're. The, oh, the way they've made weird. the costume is one I is upside down notice. and one is the other way. Like Michael I've Jackson's been, I'm, thrillers. I'm in, I'm in there. I'm in the HD. They got two left antlers. They got two left just, antlers. They said I think work just with like it. broken and then. Twisted they did some like twisting and uh, yeah. Guys, for context, Ella's um, doing an, uh, an Antler Queen costume for... Um, oh, I forgot we were recording. Okay. We are recording. This is outtakes. My notes are really crazy. <laughs> Your notes are always crazy, every time. It's fantastic. I'm like, who wrote this? Different person. Who said this? Oh, jeez. Um, I hope that last, that's not picking up on the mic because I'm getting messages from a different server. I'm so sorry. Hold on just a second while I mute it. Mute server. Again, what other server are you in? (laughs) Yes, look at the little angel bite I made. Fucking cool. It doesn't even look like a dick or nothing. Um, Okay. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. We have to get professional. I don't like the way that's looking at me. (laughs) I feel... Listeners, elevated age. <laughs> bring that closer to the bring that closer to the camera, please. Hold on. I need to zoom into this. That one actually kind of looks like a crayon. Just looks like a crayon, that's correct. Um, <clears throat> but in the process of making it, I just kept looking like dicks and she used brown clay. And so there was just no <laughs> avoiding the fact that it looked like a dick. I'm gonna just hit a. Oh no, I was too late to hit the print screen. Okay, back into the episode. Give me a second. Some there's some noise out there in the hole. I'm so sorry. I just like was holding my ankle a certain way, and I moved it, and it fucking break. Mini break. Editing yourself. What is that? I can't believe you just broke your ankle and. Ilsa's probably getting 
abducted. <laughs> There's probably some kind of beast or monster in, in the hallway. Uh-huh. Some sort of man-eater. I can hear it. I can hear it eating them. Man-eater. Sorry, the dog was stuck in my What's room. Make you work hard, make you play hard. Man-eater. Eat you up. Good things do happen.